You Can Handle Anything, episode number 305. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, and losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, but I also know that when it comes to our reactions with everyday emotionally challenging situations, we all have negative patterns that get us stuck. And yet, when you're emotionally equipped, you know how to interrupt those patterns, get yourself unstuck, and shift into the person that you want to be. I'm all about practical strategies and actionable skills that will help you be the best version of yourself at any moment. And that's what you'll hear all about in this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I have a story for you today. And guess what? I bet if you and I were to meet for coffee, you'd have a story for me too. And that's because that's how we as humans make sense of our lives. We create stories so that we can explain our perspective on things. The problem is we don't realize we live in stories half the time. We actually believe that we live in truth or what I call fact land, but we don't. We live in storyland much more than we live in fact land, right? Like we don't walk around saying clothes on the floor. Instead, we make a story about it. And we do that not to complicate our lives. We do that because we feel right in our stories. We wouldn't have stories otherwise. We have them because they help justify the way that we see the world. Another problem is, is that our stories get us emotionally stuck. And to be even more exact, it's the thoughts that make up our stories that get us emotionally stuck. And that's because many of the thoughts that we believe to be right usually aren't. They may be partially right, but not 100% true. In fact, not only do we feel 100% right in our stories, we try to persuade others to take our sides when we explain our side to the stories. And let me tell you, when you stay stuck in a thought that isn't 100% true, you usually end up fighting reality, and you don't show up as the best version of yourself in that situation. So let me share with you a story that happened to me recently, and I am so curious what your story would be about this. What would you have thought? What would you have felt? What would you have done? Okay, here's the story. So about a year ago, I hired a cleaning lady to come to my house every other week. Up until that point, I was cleaning the house, and I just decided I wanted to have some support with this part of my life. So I asked around my community for some suggestions. I didn't receive any, but one person wrote that a sister of their cleaning lady wanted to start cleaning. And while they had no personal recommendations of this person, they said their cleaning lady was great. So I decided to go out on a limb, invite this woman to my house, you know, have her come once and then decide. So she came. I really liked her. I liked her affect. She seemed kind, and she seemed like someone I could trust. And she started to come to the house every other week. She mentioned on that day that she was looking for more work, and I asked her if she wanted me to post in my community, and she said yes. So I did. And from that one message, she started working in a few other people's homes, and then little by little, she got more and more work as I continued to advertise for her. And she was grateful for that, and I, of course, was more than happy to do that. Okay, so last summer I went to the States for about six weeks, and before I left, I thought about what the right thing to do would have been regarding her because I know that she's dependent on this money. 
And I thought about it. And I even consulted with my parents, who I love to consult with regarding ethical issues. And I decided to pay her for the time I wouldn't be there. Okay. When I handed her that money, she was in such shock. And she was so grateful. Okay. So I come back from the States. She returns to cleaning my house every other week. And by the way, I'm talking about four hours each time. Or if she comes with her daughter, who's like in her low 20s, I think, um, the time is cut in half. I don't really care if she comes alone or with her daughter, as long as the house is clean, which it always is. But when I came back from the States, she told me she raised her rates. That is just like a few months after starting. It wasn't a dramatic increase, but it did kind of shock me. But okay, I went with it. A few weeks later, she told me she started asking for additional money for gas money. She said that everyone in my community agreed to pay that amount. Now, before you may think to yourself that she was taking advantage of me, my community is small. We're only about 200 families, and I know whose houses she was cleaning. So it was easy enough for me just to confirm what she was saying, which I did. So, okay, I didn't make a big deal out of this at all. Again, mainly because I knew she was really dependent on this money for her life and her family, or at least that's what I believed. And I'm a nice person and I wanted to support her. And of course, I wanted a clean house. So what happened? Well, about a month ago, she didn't show up. She comes every other Wednesday. But on that Wednesday, she didn't show up. I called. There was no answer. I texted her and she didn't respond. I thought it was a little weird, but I let it go. I assumed, you know, she'd be in touch. In the meantime, on one of my daily walks, I bumped into another woman who I know hires this cleaning lady, and I asked if the cleaning lady showed up to her house this week, and she told me that the cleaning lady's daughter was sick and she didn't come to her house this week. So I was like, oh, okay, so there was, you know, a reason, and I just assumed she'd be in touch. Well, two weeks pass, and guess what? She didn't show up again. So then I was getting nervous, right? Like, is she not coming back ever? Is there something that I did? Did something happen? What's going on? I called, no answer. I left the text, no answer. A few days later, she calls. This is what she says. Hi, Shira. Another family in your community reached out to me to see if I can clean their house every Wednesday. And so I decided I'm going to clean their house from now on on Wednesdays and I can come to you on Friday mornings. And I just stood there. I was in the kitchen. I just stood there like in shock, right? For many reasons, which you can probably think. And my first reaction was like, uh, uh, oh, okay, Fridays don't work for me. And then she said, oh, well, maybe I can start a bit later at the other house on Wednesday and I can come to you really early on Wednesday morning and do a quick clean and then go to them. And I was like, a quick clean? I just couldn't get my head wrapped around this. And I said something like, but I treated you so well and I got you business and I even paid you when I went away. How could you do this to me? Silence. So I told her I need to think about it and that I'd be in touch. And she told me she needed to know at that moment because tomorrow was Wednesday. And I told her, so please don't come. Now, before I tell you the rest of the story, I'm kind of curious what your story would have been. What would you have been thinking in that moment? What would you have been feeling? And maybe most importantly, what would you have done? Well, I can tell you in that moment, I was fuming. 
I put the phone down, and while I realize this is not a big deal like in the scheme of things, I really was in shock. This came out of nowhere. So knowing I was stuck, I decided to walk myself through the unstuck method. I paused, and I really just gave myself a few moments to feel the frustration that I was stuck on. Because I was entitled to feel that, right? I am all about giving your emotions time and space. Let them be there. Feel them. Do not resist or repress them. Okay. Then I was thinking about what I said earlier, right? Like, how could she treat me like this? I was so good to her. I got her business. I paid her when I didn't need to. I treated her well. And, you know, she shouldn't have done that to me. This was wrong. She should have at least called to let me know, right? I mean, really. Or at least she should have consulted with me ahead of time to see if I had any flexibility, right? Like, that would have been the kind thing to do. Now, I looked at those thoughts And while, like I said earlier, I probably could do a really good job, and maybe I already did, persuading you why I'm right in this story and why she's wrong, there's a couple of things we should look at. Number one, we don't know her side of the story. We know the facts, but we don't know her story. What we also need to look at are those shoulds. She should have called me to let me know. She should have consulted with me. Are those thoughts that I have 100% true. I know this gets tricky, but let's take a look at it. The facts are she didn't. Would I have liked her to reach out to me to update me? Yes. But did she? No. So what I wanted to have happened didn't happen. And who am I to say what should or shouldn't have happened? I'm not God. I'm not the puppeteer of this life. What happened happened. I sure didn't like it. But it's not to say it shouldn't have happened because it did happen. Realizing that helped me a bit to release the steam in this story. And then I started to think about what to do. I considered I could have her come on Wednesdays for a quick clean, but then I also considered I can't trust her. If she did it once to me, she might do this again or something else. I considered if I let her go, which was the situation at that point anyway, it wasn't a big deal right? Like I was cleaning the house before this anyway, I could also try to find somebody else. I considered consulting with my husband. And I also considered it just wasn't meant to be. You know, sometimes we get surprises in life, surprises that we're happy about, surprises that we're not happy about. And for the ones that we're not so happy about, we get stuck in those surprises, believing it shouldn't have gone that way, even though that's what reality is showing us. And sometimes we just need to accept the facts. Well, the truth is, I believe we always need to accept the facts. That would certainly make our lives so much easier if we did that. Now, that doesn't mean play the victim. You can always be in the driver's seat of your life with the current facts at hand. I found myself kind of falling into this trap of letting her behavior impact mine, where I found myself feeling like a victim. And I didn't want to be like that. So like I said, I considered it wasn't meant to be. I didn't make a big deal out of this. I figured I'd, you know, find another solution and life goes on. No reason and no need to stay stuck. That is for sure. Now, the only thing left to do was to get clear because I knew I would somehow somewhere bump into her in my community or somewhere else, you know, at the supermarket or something like that. And the last thing I wanted was to let what she did impact my attitude. 
I never want to give that power away to anyone. Now, I don't know if you would have considered what I did or went the path that I did, and that's okay. This work of being able to handle everyday emotionally challenging situations in the moment is pretty individual. What works for me may not work for you, and that's totally okay. The most important thing is that you take care of yourself in the moment so that you can move on and be the best version of yourself without staying stuck behind. So is there any place in your life right now where you feel disappointed because it's not working out exactly as you want it? Can you consider it wasn't meant to be like that? And can you figure out a way to still be the person that you want to be in your story so that you're not playing the victim? I want to let you know this is the work that we do and more inside of my program, The Living Deliberately Experience. And I'm going to be opening the doors to the program again in March. So be sure that you are on my newsletter so that you don't miss the announcements for it. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for joining me today. When this episode gets published, I will be on a three-day women's retreat here in Israel. And so I look forward to sharing some of those experiences with you on next week's episode when I get back. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this week of the podcast. If you want to learn how to better handle things in your life, the very first step is to learn how to control your emotional reactions so that your emotions don't hijack the moments of your life. That's why I created my self-study program called In Control. When you enroll, you learn my three-step approach for managing your emotions that you can use anywhere, anytime to be able to calm your emotions during challenging times. So if you feel like you could do a better job with handling the difficult moments in your life, take the first step. Head over to my website, shiragura.com to enroll, or click on the link in the show notes to watch my free class, which will share more details with you about the course. Remember, your life is built on moments, and those moments are built on your ability to control your emotional reactions. I look forward to welcoming you in to the course.